Hello and welcome to the Humora Show. My name is Humora Ruth. I hope you're doing great. I hope you're doing lovely. And if you're not, I hope that God sees you through it all. Otherwise, I hope this, ep- this podcast episode cheers you up and just lightens your mood. And today's episode, we are going to the Makshan Falls National Park. It's one of the most beautiful parks in Uganda. It's the largest wildlife reserve in the country. And so I thought it would be nice to take you guys there. Thank you for joining me always on the show. I really appreciate it. To the new people who are listening in, thank you for joining the family. Click subscribe and, you know, remain, stay tuned to this channel because we're taking you to uganda just bringing uganda to you we're not taking you to uganda we're bringing uganda to you anyway let's dive into the makshan falls national park so this park is located along the western rift valley in northwestern uganda it sits on the shores of lake albert and you're going to find it in masindi masindi is a is a place in uganda and what most people know about uh, Makshan Falls National Park is the falls themselves, the Makshan Falls. And the park is named after the falls. The falls are called Makshan Falls and the park is called Makshan Falls National Park. But it's interesting to know that back in the day, uh, it was called the Kabalega National Park. However, the name was changed to Makshan Falls National Park. It's about 3,877 square kilometers in size and it contains 76 mammal species and 451 bird species. The vegetation zones you'll find woodland forest, savanna, riverine forest. And the highlight of it, like I said before, the Makshan Falls, it's the Makshan Falls are basically where the River Nile, the Victoria Nile, funneled down a six meter wide gorge. Now you have all this lots of water. I don't know gallons and gallons and uh, lots of water coming from Lake Victoria and just fighting to go through this six meter gorge. I don't know if you know, but six meters is not so big when it comes to all this amount of water coming through. As a result of that, if you come up, um, if you take a hike up the Makshan Falls, we'll get into that later. You'll feel the ground vibrating and shaking because of all this water coming with so much pressure and so much force and fighting its way through the gorge. And then after, as it goes through the gorge, it comes and drops from, because it's a waterfall, so it drops from up down and i think the drop is about 40 meters so lots of water i'm going to say gallons of water because it's the largest quantity i can use in my head gallons of water drop from a foot from a 40 meters high up in the sky and just hit down it's very very loud it's very refreshing it's very relieving it's just a beautiful thing makshan falls are considered one of the most powerful falls in the world so that should make you want to come to uganda plus it's in this park that it's one of the best places in the Makshan Falls Park to track chimpanzees. So you better come this side. You better come to Uganda. You're going to love it. Anyway, so just a little history. The park was established in 1952. And it has a lot of lodges around it. A lot of, lots of hotels and lodges, mainly lodges around it. And some of these lodges arrange safari activities within the park. So you can request from your lodge to help you arrange these safari activities. And some of these lodges also do offer like transportation services to and from the airport. So you don't have to pick yourself up and take yourself back to, you know, wherever you came from. So if you can, and the price range is between $40 to $500 per night. Now, let me give you just a few of the lodges that are there. There's the Para Safari Lodge. This, it's this para safari lodge is where it's it's a it's a luxury lodge and right next to it is where you can find the hot balloon hot air balloon services we'll talk about later there's a simbaya river lodge chobe safari lodge kalalo cottage inn 
Nile Safari Lodge, Uganda Wildlife Authority Campsites, Red Chili Rest Camp, Makshon River Lodge, Pakuba Safari Lodge, Kabalega Wilderness Lodge, Fort Makshon Lodge, and so many others. I can't mention them all, but these are some of the things, some of the lodges you can find. If you want me to get into detail, you can let me know in the comments or you can send me an email and I'll get into details when it comes to lodges. But they're very beautiful lodges and what I love about this lodge is that you get, you feel, you feel like, you feel Uganda. It's that it's, they are, they are very luxurious. Many of them are very luxurious and very comfortable, but at the same time, they let you experience and enjoy Uganda. They don't take away Uganda from you. I don't know if that makes sense. Anyway, there's a lot of things that you can do at the Maxion Falls National Park. You can go bird watching. You can do a wildlife game drive, nocturnal game drive, a Nile boat safari. You can do a Maxion Falls hike, a Nile Delta boat ride. There are two boat rides there two boat cruises hot air balloon wildlife safari or visit the salt gardens in kibiro or go and visit the bumu ugandan village we're going to talk about all of those things that you can do right after this break all right let's start off you've reached maction falls national park now let's start off with the first exciting thing that you should do it's a Maxion Falls hike. It's called hiking the top of the falls. Now you can put this together, this activity together with a Nile boat cruise to the bottom of the falls. There's a boat cruise that takes you to the bottom of the falls. If you hike up the falls, then you want to come down on a boat cruise. But if you don't want to hike, although I would advise you to hike because it's not that steep, you can use a car to get to the top of the falls as well. Now, when you take a hike up the falls, don't worry, it's not as hot as you would think, although wearing light clothing would be an advantage, but it's not as hot as you think. There's there's a sort of misty coolness that comes with, you know, being next to the waterfalls and it refreshes you as you get to the top. The top gives you a beautiful view of the river Nile and the landscape around it. When you look at those, those waterfalls, you realize God is beautiful. At the top, you'll see the Devil's Cauldron Gorge. Gorge. I really don't know why it's called the Devil's Cauldron, but that's what it's called. It's a it's a narrow gorge about six meters um in width, but the amount of water fighting to get through it is massive, and it's this force of gushing water that makes the ground tremble. Once you get up, the ground you know there's a little bit of vibration in the ground. It's loud in movement, but makes the water is loud in movement, but it makes a huge, huge, huge roar as it hits the rocks on its way out. So it's just like coming through like <laughs> i felt childish when i did that i don't think that's very professional to do in a podcast but yeah and as you take that hike your tour guide is probably going to tell you a story about an english explorer called winston churchill because the trail is named after him a long long time ago in 1907 winston churchill trekked down from the top of the falls and reached river Nile, where he sailed to northern uganda and then on to southern sudan so you get some interesting facts and stories as you take this hike. But remember, when you get to the top, enjoy the vibrations in the ground. Enjoy the view of the falls from above. Watch out for the birds. I told you, Makshan Falls National Park has 451 recorded bird species. So just have a good time. Enjoy the butterflies. Did I say butterflies? Butterflies. And just relax because Uganda is beautiful. I realize now that I forgot to tell you. 
The Makshan Falls National Park has 76 mammal species and 451 bird species. That's a whole variety of animals to look at. You see elephants, buffaloes, antelopes, um, colobus monkeys, chimpanzees, olive baboons, patas, monkeys, now crocodiles, everything, hippos. There's so much you can see at the Makshan Falls now National Park. Now, did you know hippos are one of the only two extant species in the family of hippopotamite, the other being the pygmy hippopotamus? And they are semi-aquatic herbivores natives to sub-Saharan Africa. So when you come to Makshan Falls National Park, you're in for a treat. I would describe them as very large, big, big, big-bodied animals with short legs and a shorter tail and a huge head with about two horns. As a big horn at the front and a smaller, run, a smaller horn right behind that one. And hippos are considered the second largest land animal on Earth after the elephant. They weigh up to 3,200 kilograms. That's about the size of three small cars and eat up to 35 kilograms of grass at night. And if there's one thing that hippopotamuses have taught us, hippos, buffaloes, and um, elephants, is that a herbivorous diet doesn't necessarily mean you lose weight. <laughs> anyway, other animals you'll find at the, at the national park, you'll find olive baboons. Baboons are the world's largest monkeys. They are very social creatures that live in groups called troops. And a troop can have up to 300 members in it. They like to play games like wrestling, swinging from vines and chase. And so you can just blend. I was going to say you can't blend in with them. But you can have a good time with the baboons. You're not going to play chess with the baboons. But you're going to watch them. Anyway, so sometimes they're a bit confusing from monkeys. But you can tell a baboon by the way it looks. It has blobs on, of hair on either side of the face. And it has large hairless bottoms that can turn red. It's quite weird. But the butt, their butts usually turn red. Unlike monkeys, baboons don't use their tails as a hand. Quite lazy, I should say. They're not lazy though. Anyway, another you also find the Pataz monkeys. These are the animals that I really like. These ones, the Pataz monkeys are so cute. They are brown. They are brown monkeys with super long legs and a super long tail. They also look they have they look like they are angry in the face, but they're actually not <laughs> hungry. And the males have white limbs white limbs and white underparts because um the whole the rest of the body is kind of brown and the other part underpants i'm calling them underpants but the underparts are usually white they're also known as the dancing red monkey so you should come and watch them dance for you i'm kidding they're not anyway still in the park you'll find lots of birds there are lots of birds there's a shoe bill stalk the goliath heron which is the largest um heron bird in the world it weighs about two up to like i think five kilograms and in height it comes to 1.5 meters so you want to see that then there's also the sandpiper bird it's a cute spotted bird that has lots of browns and white patterns in it you'd think it's called a sandpiper because it likes to probe sand with its beak but actually the name comes from the voices of the bird it's a very musical bird listen to it here That was the sandpiper making music for you. Let's go into boat cruising. There are two types of boat cruising boat cruisers you'll find at the Maxion Falls National Park. There's a bottom of a falls boat cruise and the Albert Delta boat cruise. Now, remember, you're probably not going to do some activities at the park, such as birding at the Albert Delta and the hike to the top of the falls without booking a boat cruise. So you should come 
um just prepared to bu- to book a boat cruise i think by then it was about um 55 dollars i'm not sure i stand to be corrected but let's start with the first boat cruise so there's a bottom of a false boat cruise it starts from the para dock and sails upstream towards the fall. It links you to the hike of the top, to the hike to the top of the falls, the hike that I just talked about before. You sail through hippos floating in, floating in the water. You find flocks of warthogs. You see Nile crocodiles. You probably see some herds of elephants showering on the river banks and some beautiful birds as you, you know, enjoy this boat cruise with your friends, with your family. <clears throat> It's important that you come with a camera, you come with friends, you you it's just it's a wonderful place to be. It's very relaxing and it's very beautiful. Then the second boat cruise is the Albert Albert Delta launch cruise. Now, this one starts from Para as well, but it slowly sails on. It sails down the stream where the river splits up, creating numerous islands filled with papyrus. The islands are not so huge. At the Albert Delta, I don't know why I'm having trouble saying Albert, but that at the Albert Delta you'll see the rare shoebill stalk it's a kind of it's a bird it looks angry but it has a very humongous mouth and it's only found in swamps and tropics of east africa so you're not going to find this anywhere else except here but it's a very beautiful bird it has a very big mouth the cruise the albert delta launch cruise is referred to as the sundowners trip downstream because it's mostly done in the evening it's quite romantic if you think about it you get to see beautiful sunsets and beautiful dusks as you see beautiful you know swampy scenes and kind of thing to be to be honest um if you visit such a such a national park such a park um <laughs> why am i stammering if you visit like let me say Maxion falls national park it kind of feels like you're living in the lion king but this time it's not 3d it's not animated it's actually real the animals are real the waterfalls are real Mufasa is there for sure. So it's it's a beautiful place. You should come and enjoy it. <laughs> you should come and enjoy it. I love Uganda. You can tell I love Uganda. Another activity you want to do is the hot air balloon wildlife safari. Now, there are two parks in Uganda that offer hot air balloon services. The Queen Elizabeth National Park and the Maxion Falls National Park. So, don't worry. The hot air balloons are safe. They are approved by the Uganda Civil Aviation Authority, and the pilots have done, I think, certification in Egypt and I don't know where else. But now, for now, the hot air balloons only take up to eight passengers at a time, and the age limit is six years because it takes you to a height of about ten thousand feet. So, about ten thousand feet above sea level. So, children, little children, are not really going to find that comfortable. Now. This is how it goes. It costs about $380 per person. Kids of 12 years and below get a 50% discount, which means they pay about $190. Now, at the beginning, you're taken to the launch site, which is near the Para Safari Lot. So if you're staying at the lot, kudos to you because you're close. And um, I think you're taken to the launch site at about 5 a.m., when you reach, you'll be able to watch the assembling team do last-minute preparations like pumping air into the balloon and all that. I should advise you, come in warm clothes. Come in warm clothes, but with something light underneath. Because as the day goes by, you you can take off those warm clothes and just remain in something thin. Because, you know, it's it's Uganda. It gets hot a bit. Also, sneakers are advised because of you're going to walk through the grassy trails and all that. Sunglasses, of course, whenever you're in the tropics. A wide-brimmed hat with straps is good because of the wind. The wind can blow off your hat. And a camera and binoculars. Anyway, after, after watching... Um, 
the assembling team do last minute preparations you'll be given a briefing on the safety precaution rules and regulations as you get ready to hop on board once on board inside the hot air balloon the pilot will launch and set off and the wind will help the balloon go into air just like you see in movies and once you're off the ground you're going to be able to see the beautiful tree tops and see the beautiful savannah the beautiful wildlife you see some of those animals that are not on the road the road that usually you use when you're doing a game drive you'll be able to see them and um the 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 balloon ride is about an hour long after the balloon ride you get a certificate that confirms you participated in that and that comes with a special bush breakfast and a bottle of champagne all organized and provided by the chefs from paris safari lodge now that's a beautiful way to wake up you wake up living like you you know you wake up as though you're living in the lion king only this time around that you get you know champagne and you get a bush breakfast well that could be in the lion king though Anyway, there's also another balloon flight that you can choose. This one happens at sunset at 4 p.m. But it doesn't come with a special offers. But I would say it's a romantic balloon, you know, right? The one that's at 4 p.m. Anyway, you do whatever you want to do. It's Uganda. It's a beautiful place. You can also do birding as an activity at the Markshan Falls National Park. Like I told you before, we have 451 recorded species here, which means they are probably species that are not recorded. So there's a lot to see from. You can see some of these birds when you're at the top, uh, when you're taking that hike to the top, or you can see them in the hot balloon um, ride, or wherever you are in the National Park, you can see them. We, there are so many species there. There's the Goliath heron, I talked about that before, the shoebill stalk. You also see the crested crane, Uganda's national bird. There's also the blue headed cow call, the swamp fly catcher, squaco heron, African jacana, sandpipers, Denham's bastard, Abyssinian ground horn bill, the black billed babbit. There's a black headed gonole. There's an eastern grey plantain eater. There's a pie parks. There's a silver bird. There are weaver birds. There are pied, giant, and malachite kingfishers. There's a red throated bee eater. The white browed sparrow weaver. The speckle fronted weaver. African quail. There's an African quail. So many. I can go through 451 of them. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast before, I took you to um, Bura National Park where I had someone take you there. And in Bora National Park, it is also known, um, there's a Lake Bunyoni is next around it, and it's also a bird watching site. But Bora National Park uh, and Lake Bunyoni, they have about 200 bird species. So when you come to Maction Falls, you have twice the number, 400. So you definitely want to come here. You can also do a wildlife game drive, because who goes to a mark a national park and doesn't do a game drive i think that's the essence of going there seeing the falls and doing a game drive you get a a guide tour a tour guide to come with you and you just enjoy these beautiful animals you see the buffaloes the elephants the antelopes is breathtaking to watch a sunrise or late afternoon game drive with the rothschild giraffes roaming around because those are rare giraffes in africa you'll also see elephants like i said before you see you experience a beautiful savannah and just enjoy africa actually i think the rothschild giraffes are not found anywhere else but in Uganda, I stand to be corrected. You can also do a nocturnal game drive. It's one of the highlights that you should never miss. It's quite, you know, if you love adrenaline, if you love scary things, I think you should try this. On nocturnal game drives, you can see the predators of the night out on the prowl, such as the lions, leopards, hyenas, and several cats. Mm, quite deadly. But no, it's not deadly, but it's it, if you love adrenaline. 
I, my mom would never do this, but it's quite beautiful and amazing. The nocturnal game drive normally lasts for two hours and it takes place at twilight or after darkness has set in. You'll never want to miss this. It makes you appreciate life and just enjoy everything. Anyway, you can also do a Nile boat, a Nile River boat safari. A major highlight of any safari to Maction Falls National Park is the boat ride up to the falls. It's almost it's so beautiful you feel man keep feeling like i'm in um the lion king this time you can see the hippos playing in the water like i said before the nail crocodiles having a good time the elephants bathing the buffaloes around it's it's nature at its best it's 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 gorgeous like i said before now you can also visit gardens um the Kibiro Salt Gardens when you come to Makshan Falls. They are a fishing village found at the best of the Western Rift Valley along southeastern shores of Lake Victoria of Lake Albert in Uganda. Now the locals at the Kibiro Salt Gardens do a lot of fishing, producing and trading salt. It's in this village that you'll find the hot springs after you've traveled about an hour from Makshan Falls. Now the hot springs boil, the water boils up to 100 degrees Celsius. In fact, people come to these hot springs for healing. People do come and throw in food for it to boil. If you put in an egg, it's going to boil up. It's very hot. I mean, when you see these things, honestly, don't get someone who says that the world was created after a big bang. I mean, a big bang could not perfect all of this beauty and all of this gorgeousness. It's when you see these beautiful things that you say, surely God is good. Anyway, the Kibiro Salt Gardens are approximately 35 kilometers from Hoima town. And you can access this area only by boat along Lake Albert. And once you've reached, then you can access it using on foot using a monster 4x4 vehicle. Or you can take a hike to the best of the escarpment if you want to do it. Another place you can visit when you're um, at the national park is the Bomo Village. Now it's a culture; it gives you a cultural experience of what you know what life would be is like for people living in the rural areas of Uganda. You can visit this Bomo African Village either for a few hours or take a village walk with the Bomo Women's Group, or you can stay overnight in a traditional African banda. Later on during the day, you can go into the gardens, pick the things you need for lunch and dinner, or you can walk alongside African women or sit with an with a storyteller to tell you, you know stories of old as told by you know an African woman or an African elder person. It's a beautiful thing to do. It's nice to experience these things. It, it makes you feel like you're in an, you're in an African novel lover again. The variety of activities that you learn here and. Bomi is a great place for a family on a safari with children. They'll simply love authentic Africa. Anyway, we've come to the end of the podcast. I hope you had a great time. I hope it was amazing. I it just, you know, I am so pumped up because I just had a chapati. And you know, I did a podcast on Ugandan food. And you know how much I'm obsessed with chapatis. But anyway, thank you so much for listening in. I hope this was very informative. I hope it helped you. And I see I have list, I see people listening to the podcast from all over the world. You guys, I am so grateful that i get to do this and i think you realize that i'm getting more comfortable doing podcasts and um <clears throat> i promised last week i said i was going to take you to hotels in you to different other hotels in uganda and i'm still working on that podcast episode i want it to be as true and as authentic as possible so bear with me but i hope you had a good time and i hope this podcast was a blessing if there's anything you want me to cover you can let me know have a good time thank you for listening in Bye bye Thank you so much for listening to Zuhumra Show. As always, if you'd love to get in touch, my telephone number is plus 256-778-96503. Or we can connect on social media on Instagram. I'm 
at humura underscore ruth twitter at humura ruth facebook zhumura and my blog is zhumura.wordpress.com